Hey everyone, we are re-re-recording our intro. Say hello, Jennifer. Hello, Jennifer. Hello, Francesco. We are a couple, and we are sailing, and traveling, and adventuring, and we wanted to podcast and create a website and a tracker so our friends and family could follow us. Uh, Check us out at www.sailingpb.com. PB stands for Prima Barcavella, Prima Barcavella, which is our first sailboat. Um, We are bareboat chartering and adventuring, and coming up, we got a big trip to Guadalupe and Thailand. We wanted you all to be able to follow us, so check us out there. And the podcast here is all about our leading up to that trip, planning, and thinking about, are we insane? Are we insane, Jennifer? Yes. Cool. Affirmative. (laughs) All right. Are you ready? I sure am. You ready to do this? I am. All right. Let's start with this first. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. So, we are sitting around a campfire at our home and thought we would talk. Contemplating our trip. We shall talk about our trip. And all the emotions that have come along with doing something like this. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What emotions are you having? Well, I applied for... How many jobs today? Five jobs. I'm in this weird headspace of having given up my job, which is a pretty cake job that I like. Good bennies. Great bennies, great pay. And a bonus that you're not going to get. And a bonus. I gave up a bonus for this trip, which is not a bonus. But I'm living in this mixed headspace of kind of what will be will be and something will work itself out while also wanting to be determined to make something work out, which is a weird juxtapositions of emotions because I don't want to lay back and just let the universe unfold. I feel like I had to be proactive in the universe unfolding for me. So I'm, uh, that's the, the, really the only anxiety, well, I have two anxieties about this trip, not having work and then not wanting to come back to the real world. Other than that, <laughs> everything is woohoo. Did I say it last time how my boss was saying, um, my boss's boss was saying that it would be hard for me to put my shoes back on? Yeah. I can imagine it's going to be really hard to come. Or, okay, it could go either way. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And that's the adventure and the the, um, experiment here is what happens. Maybe after 10 weeks, we're, like, ready to come back. I lived in Europe for three and a half years in total, and I can tell you at a certain point, I was really sick and tired of seeing another building and going to another city just to go to another city and see another building. The house spoiled, of course, you know, that sounds. It's a horrible thing to say because you should be appreciating everything, but at a certain point, you know, I think it becomes like, okay, it's just another thing. But I hope that that's not the case. I I feel like... You know, but who knows? And Anything can come can yeah. become mundane if you if you let it. The right. The thing with the thing with this trip, which is really hit home today, I was making one of those cartoony graphic tracker things, and I was plugging in, or trying to plug in every waypoint that I could think of, and when I really finally put all that in, I stepped back and I was like. Holy crap, that's a lot of freaking waypoints. Because mm-hmm. we're going from Anderson, South Carolina, getting in a car, going to Greenville, getting on a plane, going to Miami, 
and we're sleeping in the freaking airport, by the way, because <laughs> the flights, we're going to get into that a whole other time when we talk about this. The flights are chaotic, and Air France and American Airlines have really pulled a number on us and costing us $3,500 in flights. Good God. No, not really. Not really, not really. with all the points. Yeah, I, so, I've written about that then, a little bit. Then we go from Miami to Pointe Pitre, Guadeloupe, and we had to get a uh, Airbnb for one night because Air France screwed up our flights. Then we get on the boat. Then we go out of the marina and we go to Maria Galant, which is an island south of Puerto Pite. I can't say that. <laughs> and then we go from there to the Saints. Then we come back to Puente Pitre to drop the kids off, bring them to the airport, get them off on a plane. They're coming home. But then we continue to circumnavigate, hopefully, the rest of the island and go other places. We want to go to Jacques Cousteau's Reserve. We want to go to Desaius, I think is how you say it. There's another like little island. I want to, I want to go to St. Francis. I want to go to um, St. Mary. Mary? Marie? You guys, welcome to my world. Yeah, yeah. You hear the excitement? Yeah. But then, after that, we go back to Porte Prite. Then we go on a... Um, and this is all in the Waypoint software, that there's a little mm -hmm. cartoon cra tr tracker. Then we get on a bus to go back to the airport. Then we're in the airport. Then we go to Miami. Then we go to GSP, which is Greenville. And we spend one night there, which is going to be Ubering, cars, taxis, whatever. Or sleeping at the airport, because who the hell knows what's going to freaking happen. <laughs> then we get back on a plane. We go to Detroit. And then we go to Seoul, South Korea. Three-hour layover. Then we go to Bangkok. In Bangkok, we hopefully get picked up from our friend by our friends. We hang out with our friends for a week and a half. We're going to be exploring Bangkok and around the area. Then we're going to get on a train. We're going to take a train up to Chiang Mai. Then we're going to get on a scooter and go to Chiang Rai. Then we're going to get, who knows how, back to Chiang Mai, then back to Bangkok somehow or wherever that takes us. We have no idea. But we're going to get back to Bangkok at some point. Then we're going to get on a plane, go back to Phuket. Then we're getting on a sailboat, and we're going to sail all these islands all the way to Malaysia and back. Then we're getting back on another plane, back to Bangkok, back on another plane, back to Atlanta, back on another plane, back to Greenville. Somehow we're getting back home, and we're going to show up to work the very next freaking day. Whoa. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> we're crazy. <laughs> we are not. You somehow made that sound stressful. <laughs> I am. See, this is why I'm not focused on those details. So um, I can't. Yeah, so so the, everything I said at the beginning about it being um, maybe it's you know becomes mundane. I can't see how that's possible because we're gonna be on the freaking go. Yeah, there's gonna be slow times. I hope there has. That's to That's what be, I'm hoping for. There's slow times on the be. boats and there's slow times here and there, but there's gonna be a lot of moving I think, around. I think our personality types are are what's next kind of people, which is yeah. beautiful because over the next right because that makes us continue to adventure. But I think the challenge in that is to stop and, and smell the flowers, you know, yeah. take in the moment, be present. Um, oh, by the way, side note, that tracker software that I was using, it totaled up to 27,700 miles. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't even like everything because I didn't actually put in every single no, waypoint. We have no idea and we don't even know doing. what we're going to be doing once we get to, uh, to uh, Thailand with Screen. Oh, I didn't put in like when we rent the car in Guadalupe and we do a little bit of like land touring there yeah. too. So that wasn't in there. Well, because we have zero idea. I hope we hit 30,000 miles. Is there a way we can like track that and keep track of that? That'd be pretty cool. It sounds like you can with that app. Yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah. So who knows what's going on? It's funny to have your mind race about something and then once we get in, it's, it's, I think we're both like sort of planners in different ways. Like you can see he, he's very focused on the details of the trip. I'm very like, I'm thinking about the job and the things that I need to worry about on the life side of things. But 
once we get there and all the trips we've done together, we seem to just kind of melt into the, into the trip. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to stop thinking about it and starting to experience it. Yep. By the way, um, in case you're hearing all the background noise, it's a cacophony. I like the word cacophony. It's a great word. It's a very strong word, but it sounds intelligent, which I am not. <laughs> stop. It's a cacophony. But there's like the fire crackling in the background. There's like um, crickets. crickets and birds and squirrels and chipmunks and chickens going. Burp, 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 burp. We have three chickens. Should we talk about our chickens? They're so sweet. Yeah. We're going to have some. Uh, one of Jennifer's patients has volunteered to watch our chickens for the 10 weeks we're I gone. Have the coolest patients. Yes. So um, we have three chickens. They're Hey Hey, um, Blanche, and, and Ethel. Ethel. So Blanche and Ethel are blue hares. They are our um, purple, Orpingtons. purple Orpingtons. And then we have a reddish one. Just a basic. Basic oh. Orpington. Oh, the fire just tried to murder us. Uh, the uh, basic Labrador retriever of the chickens. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're a trip. We got them to lay eggs and they lay when they want to, but we, we get a good amount of eggs out of these girls. Yeah. They're pure entertainment if you've never had chickens i highly encourage them yeah i never thought i only wanted them for eggs i just like but they're like pets they're have they have such individual personalities beyond anything i ever expected we had six at one time oh gosh and uh they were our junkyard chickens we got them through like craigslist or something and we thought that we were going to get like a variety of col different colored little chicks and surely like half of them hopefully would be hens oh no all but one was a hen. <laughs> one yeah. was a hen, the rest were roosters. Mm -hmm. And then they started getting picked off by foxes and dogs. And we had a snake and we had a raccoon and we had so many Fox. hawk. We had a hawk attack. The hawk got trapped inside the coop area, the uh, ru the chicken run. That was an adventure. We had a skunk get in there. <laughs> All right. Everything I, loves chicken. Everything loves to eat chicken. Yeah, Skunk was walking slowly around inside the chicken run, chasing the chickens around. And I had to get in there and try to figure out how to get the skunk out without getting sprayed. That was an adventure. Yeah. Constant adventure. Always. We do live in the forest. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But we're figuring it out. This is our first attempt at chickens, and they've been fantastic and way more fun than we ever expected. And yeah. Definitely a challenge to keep alive because everything on the planet wants to eat chickens. But yeah. Do you think we would maybe have chickens on a boat someday? I've seen some sailors with chickens on boats. If you have a chicken on a boat, please let us know. How do you do it? I would love to find out more. I am not having a chicken on a boat. <laughs> I don't feel like that's the move. What happened? The um, screen just went dark. recording again not sure what happened the screen went blank and um then i paused it and then i think i stopped it so we're back we were talking about chickens chickens on boats mm. i've seen ducks on boats i've seen chickens on boats i've seen dogs and cats on boats any other animal i've seen parrots on boats oh, yeah people have everything on boats what are the kind of animals on boats we um the the patients that are going to take care of our chickens they have a little tiny pig and that's what Jennifer wants to go do is hold the little tiny pig. It's like a 30-pound. It won't get any bigger than 30 pounds. Yes. And the old man that uh, watches our chickens that lives there with the pig, he sleeps the pig every night in his recliner. <laughs> yes. They have... <laughs> Can we get a pig? A boat pig? Peacocks. They have goats. Do you, they know, have do, you know, do you know chickens can swim? They did. 
I did not know that. Yes. I saw that recently. Mm-hmm. Do you also know that uh, deer swim? This yes. I did not know. I've seen a deer swim past so, my boat. So, a funny story. We live on a lake here in the upstate of South Carolina, and um, there's a pretty big island that's uh, near this marina. And one day, like 15 years ago, we were cruising around the um, island, and there were these deer out there. And I was like, oh, my God. The deer have been there since they flooded and created this lake. They've been on this island the whole time surviving on this island. He's and so cute. And somebody told me one day, they're like, you're a freaking idiot. <laughs> deer can swim. I was like, why would they swim? They can't swim, one. And why would they swim out to that island? There was a there was a buck, a doe, and a, and a fawn. Mm-hmm. And then I had to look it up on the internet. And sure enough, there were deer swimming. Yeah, I've had them swim in front of the boat. I, I really thought I was more smart than this. Well, I don't think that's something you know unless you know. <laughs> that would caught you by surprise. Well, how about pigs? I mean, in the Bahamas, don't they have a little... Pigs do swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to see that one day. Yep. So, um, back to the trip. Um, we've got a lot of emotions going on. We're in, like, the last throes of planning, sort of, kind of. Um, we have about a month and a half left, I think. Um, we leave December 15th, yeah? Correct. We got our pack list, but we keep adding little things here and there. I thought we have a giant long pack list, and today I realized I should probably pack a flask. <laughs> Most importantly. Most importantly, a flask for my bourbon. Yeah. Actually, well, rum. I'm not gonna be getting bourbon down one there. One of those rum down there. Where you don't know what's gonna. I cost. don't need a flask, right? I shouldn't pack a flask. That's just more stuff we need to take take with us. I don't need a flask. The the boat will have things. We can buy things, little things, not a lot of things. We're on a tight budget. I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> but I've been trying to sort of read what's costly. I mean, you know, when you get these Caribbean islands, some things are not and some things are. You know, like sunscreen I'm going to bring rather than buy. A 55-gallon drum? I need to. And we're going to dip you in it? I need to. By the way, uh, Jennifer is a ginger. Yes. And um, we are thinking that we're going to have to dip her in a 55-gallon drum of sunscreen every day. Seriously. So not some sort of UV protectant we can just like just it, spray on me. If anyone uh, has come up with an invention like a, um, a fire hose of sunscreen, that would be a good idea. Like the tanning booths where they do the spray yeah. tan. Maybe I could just get in there and do a sunscreen tan. I like that idea. Yeah. But then the chemicals freak me out in the sunscreen, so yeah. finding that balance is also Have you found the um, sunscreen that is reef-friendly and cancer-free? I have found a few, but you're talking like 30 bucks a bottle in the ones I've found so Good far. God. That Environmental Working Group is a fantastic organization, but there was very limited on body sunscreens that I came across and the ones that I did. Um, What's the calculation? Like, how... How far will a bottle of sunscreen go for you if you have to lather up every day, twice a day? Not far. I think what I'm going to focus on is more um, UV protectant clothing and then utilize the sunscreen only when swimming, you know, directly in sunlight. Like, yeah. Um, maybe that would be a good idea the... to buy some clothes that are like um, very light full length mm-hmm. like cover up like yeah. uh, f- a full arm length full pant length I have some of that I stuff but I'm going to get stuff. a couple more yeah um, yeah I mean that's a, that's the real you know one of the risks of living that sort of lifestyle constantly in the sun yeah especially when you're critically Caucasian mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yeah. This fire is mesmerizing. This fire is like NyQuil. It's putting us to sleep. When it's not exploding little shards of... <laughs> Every so often it explodes and it's like... Uh, and I thought that that stuff, this is like the seasoned wood. This wood has been dry for two years. I'm surprised it's Snapple cracking and popping like it is. Some moisture in it from something, who knows. Apparently. So, um, yeah, what else about the trip? What else about sailing? It's funny, like I go in waves with it. Um, like I said, right now, today, the focus has been trying to line up work. That's where my brain has been with it. Um, we're hoping that Jennifer will be able to take some interviews from wherever we are, maybe in January, um, in February, in preparation for coming back to a job. Yeah. She's taken a big risk, and uh, but it's one of those things that we talked about that yeah. it's one of these once-in-a-lifetime trips that we should do when we can do it, and this is the time to do it. And uh, she's taken a lot of risk on um, with not having a job, but I think like everything. We'll figure it out. It'll yeah. work out. I'm fortunately, a hustler too. fortunately, she's a hustler, and fortunately, <laughs> her, fortunately, I believe her um, cardiac ultrasound tech is in high demand. So, although she would like to definitely do something different than that, that's the push. Yeah. Like I can, I can find yeah. more work in ultrasound. I've just 23 years. I'm, I'm ready to expand the. Uh, so anyone out there hiring, she's <laughs> looking to be a recruiter. Or what was other stuff you're looking at oh doing? Project gosh. manager? No, I don't know that I could be a project manager. But you can do it all. You can do anything you want to do. That's true. <laughs> I'm gifted. You can be president of the United States. Yeah, I tell States. you what I am is, again, a hustler <laughs> and an easily learner. I hate I can't do worse than most of the politicians, that's for sure. Mm. But we won't go there. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> right on. Yeah. I'm just, it's it's funny when you do something like this. Like, ev everything in you is a go and especially with like what we talked about last time just my experiences in life and the people I've talked to and everything is a go but everything is a risk as well everything's risk and reward like I know there's going to be such high reward with this but I'm definitely taking a risk um but you know I'm also okay with the risk I've you know prepared for this risk I'm saving for this risk I'm willing to come back and wait tables and do whatever i don't care i'm not i'm not too proud to do any kind of work it's just work um joy comes from other things for me and you know we're all different wired differently which is beautiful we talked about that like different people we've run into that don't know how to not clock in every day like that's the thing that winds their watch that's the thing Climbing the corporate ladder is their driving motivation, which I don't have. I just know I need a paycheck to go do fun things. So <laughs> I'm completely okay with working and doing my best at whatever I'm doing, but it's not my ambition to uh, climb any sort of corporate ladder. I feel very confident you're going you're gonna to swim. You're going to not sink, you're going to swim. Yeah. And I'm going to do a shameless promotion and say uh, follow along and see if this takes flight at uh, www.sailingpb.com. See if we, uh, if we make it. See if this chaotic shit show takes off. Yeah. <laughs> see if we succeed. I'm excited to write about it and journal about it. Yeah. I think um, I just can't wait to express that part of my creative side and 
get those words out there on paper and I'm very proud of the stuff that you've written um, I've read it and it's really great and if you don't know um, Jennifer wrote an article for Latitudes and Attitudes it was the spring edition or summer edition I think it was summer I think it came out May summer edition 2022 May and it was about our Belize trip that we took sailing um, with um, what was the name again the sailing Barna? Barna, yeah. Oh, BelizeSailing.net. BelizeSailing.net Belize or mm -hmm. BelizeAdventures.net? Nope, it's BelizeSailing.net. Belize so, yeah, that was a really amazing trip. We went to a bunch of different islands, um, Moho and Tobacco Key and Southwater Key mm -hmm. and Hideaway Key. And um, normally we would bareboat charter on our own, um, but with the complexity and the risk of the Belize Reef, um, and also the expense of um, getting a catamaran down there. We decided to go low budget, and we found Barna, and my goodness, they are the most amazing people. Yeah. We just love them so much. They were fantastic. If you have, if you ever want to talk about Belize, reach out to us. We love talking about Belize. But Jennifer wrote this amazing article, five thousand word article about all the details of our trip. We had like a land-based adventure. We flew into Belize City. Barna picked us up. He drove us on the Hummingbird Highway. We went down to the marina um, at the sanctuary. Oh, which uh, is a story in itself. Oh, such a story. Wow. And then we went on a, um, we hiked into the uh, Jaguar Preserve. The Jaguar Preserve. Coxcomb. Coxcomb Basin mm -hmm. up to the top of a overlook. Uh, then we just explored Hopkins Bay, which is so amazing. Hopkins has got such a great history with like the, the drums that they make there. Mm. There's this like uh, the stories that they were Garifina. Garif I think that's I think how Garifina, you say it. Yeah. Saying it correctly? The stories that they were African slaves and um, they got their freedom and they established like a community there. Such a beautiful story. I highly encourage you to read that article about that and also just look up the history of that area, Hopkins Bay, and um, we went then like to all the different islands. You're forgetting Hideaway. Hideaway. I don't know I said Hideaway. Oh, did you? Hideaway with uh, Dustin mm -hmm. and Anya. Anya? What was the daughter's name? Ama. Ama. Yeah. And, uh, Nicole? Ni was, that, was that her no, name? No, it was Nicole. Oh, oh, I feel so bad. I forgot her, the wife's name. I'm blanking right now. Oh, my God. Hideaway Key was... from Pennsylvania. I yeah, Pennsylvania that. and Florida. Mm -hmm. They were a cruising couple that cruised for years and years and years. Um, and they eventually settled into buying an island... In Belize, and they slowly, with help from friends and other cruisers, built this amazing, like, just crazy, like... Robinson Crusoe-esque. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, they have, like, a little guest home there that they rent out, and they welcome every cruiser at the dock. Um, they have little mooring balls that they, um, they'll, they'll help you in. And then they make you the most amazing meal. They've got lobster and conch, and they serve up wonderful rum punches, and the stories that go around are just fantastic. I can't say enough about that trip. My gosh, I would love to go on and on about that. Oh, but we uh, could. yeah, I yeah. So Jennifer's quite a little writer, yeah, and <laughs> she's gonna be writing all about this trip too. So uh, check in with us, and um, we'll put the links in the show notes so you can like find that and how to follow along. We're gonna use a couple different trackers, and you can follow along. Like we're gonna have like a blogging tracker. Um, waypoint thing where you can see where we are at different points and we're going to be posting pictures and little captions and then Jennifer's going to be writing articles and we'll be podcasting about it I hope every evening every mm. other evening well, at least on some sort of frequency yep 
Yeah, it's just exciting to capture the memories. You know, it, it's hard to find the strike the balance between capturing and experiencing. Um, but I'm incredibly nostalgic, and I love the idea of looking back on things. And you know, we don't print pictures the way we used to. We don't have our albums, and I'm. I'm an over poster on all the socials because I am shameless with it. I will go back constantly <laughs> and look at my own pictures. And I don't know what that says about me, but I'm incredibly nostalgic. I just love to go back and the images, you know, revive the memory and, and revive the emotion of that moment. And, and I really like that we're doing the posting and the capturing and the blogging like 70% for our own, mm -hmm. you know, our own journaling of it. Of in, in the digital age of journaling, this is the journaling way of doing it. And yeah. I, I love that we're going to do that for this. I'm so glad that we're all in on that. And if other people find it interesting, great. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I'm really happy that we're doing this for, for us more than we're trying to, like, push this out and, and do it yeah, for I want for my kid else. to yeah. look at this 20 years from now. Yeah. Like, my mom's kind of red. <laughs> you are red. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, so what else? What else can we talk about tonight mm. as we sit around the campfire with crickets in the background? I know. You really are messing me up with a podcast and a fire. My brain is <laughs> half asleep and half engaged. Cheers. And you've got your glass of wine. I got my beer. I do. I do. I've had a rather simple day today, but that's okay. Sometimes yep. you just need a simple day. Watch some college football. Did some chores. Yep, did some cooking. It's a gloomy day. It's a gloomy day, but you know what? It's all good. It's a hundred percent good. It's sometimes we need those gloomy days to force us to sit still because we're not very good at that. We don't sit still well. Uh uh. Are we high energy? I guess I don't know. I don't feel like I'm high energy. I uh, just am I high maintenance? <laughs> you want to ask me? Are, you're putting me on the spot, are, sir. So, some people say you're a bit much. Some people do say. You're My brother, <laughs> Tony, yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> I, you know what? Coming from I'm now, a bit much. Everybody knows I'm a bit much. A thousand. Percent. Us together is like a uh, explosion waiting to happen. It's like um, antimatter and matter coming together, and <laughs> it's gonna be. It's just like a Tasmanian. Devil couple just <laughs> spinning about the earth. This could be very good or very bad. I think it's fun to have met somebody that is equally as excited about what's next. Yeah. Um, there's a boat in the background. It's like, what, 10 o'clock at night? And there's a boat cruising through our cove right now, right. which is fantastic. I love seeing people out on the, bo on the lake at night. That's so awesome. There's not really any stars. No, tonight. it's a gloomy, overcast night. But, uh, yeah, anyway, should we cut this off? This has gone on quite a while. I think we've done a half hour. Yeah, we're probably yeah. not so focused tonight, but, it's yeah. all right. It's all about just getting our thoughts out on mm -hmm. this, and this way, 10 years, 20 years yes. from now, we can look back and listen to this and be like, what the hell were we thinking? Exactly. What in the world did we do? We did it. We did it. We're doing it. All right, y'all, so um, follow us, you know, like, subscribe, whatever those things are that you do. If you want to follow us, if you find value in this, we love it. If you reach out to us, we will definitely respond. Um, you can find us at www.sailingpb.com. PB stands for Prima Barcavella, or peanut butter for ease of understanding. 
sailing PB. Prima Barcavella stands for first sailboat, which is the name of our little 25.5 foot hunter sailboat. And are we going to name our next boat Secundo Barcavella, which is second sailboat? I feel like we can get clever with that, though. That's a lot. That's a mouthful. But then it like disrupts our whole like web presence with Prima Barcavella. PB.com. Maybe it can be PB... We're not changing the website. No, but I mean, it could be Prima Varcavella. Squared? Yeah. With like a little two? No, there's got to be something we can do with an asterisk. Hmm. Like, because it gets our first saltwater boat. This is our first oh, freshwater okay. boat. Nice. See, we can, Smart. Yeah, there's there angles go. we can work. Because I didn't really want to go to Secundo and uh, ter tre Trenta? No, Terza? What's third? Quaranta? Quattro. four. I don't know. I have to look that one up. Hmm. My Italian is really rusty. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Got to cut this off now. Ciao. We love you. Bye. Ciao. Arrivederci. <laughs> Buonanotte. Buonanotte. Nona, if you're listening, Buonanotte. Mm -hmm.